Welcome to the Serie A Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Serie A Show. Chloe, I allowed Nima to start our preview episode off with a rant. <laughs> I will allow you this opportunity to have a go okay. at your Fiorentina side, who were abysmal, to say the least, against Cagliari. Who, it, now, we all made these very bold predictions in our season preview episode. I said Cagliari potentially challenging for Europe. I'm going to hang my hat on that because they are right up there. They've performed brilliantly. But, Chloe, I have a feeling that you think that Fiorentina were also, as good as Cagliari were, Fiorentina were just as dreadful, yeah? They were, they were. They were um, They were very flat. Um, there was no uh, speed to the passing. There was no, um, there was no spark. There was no spark. And I have to say that Federico Chiesa was absolutely awful. He was awful. He was dreadful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the only point in which that, Fiorentina started to look better was when he went off uh, and then that's when they got the two goals back um, so you know I think there's a lot of work to do I think they they missed the leadership of uh, Ribéry on the pitch um, and you know I, you know at times they've been really really good this season and at times they've been really bad and I I want to believe that it's just teething problems and Montella's going to get it to come right. But but increasingly, I'm not sure um, really whether he is capable of getting it right. Um, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit worried, but I hope that the international break has come at the right time for them. And I still, I do think they need some reinforcements in January. Um, I don't think the squad is quite right yet, um, but he's going to have to get it right soon because otherwise he's in trouble but having said that Cagliari were absolutely brilliant their passing was sharp um their running their work rate the the quality of some of the players in the squad I mean Nangolan was absolutely incredible he was amazing yeah well that, that's a great so hold on that that's a great uh segue because Nima I have to ask you uh, the Nangolan that Inter gave up uh, Nicolo Zaniolo plus a pretty nice chunk of cash for, that is probably the one that they expected, the one that we saw at the weekend against Fiorentina. Uh, he was incredible. I believe he had one goal. And was it three assists to his name? It was. Three assists. Yeah. He was unbelievable. And that that goal he had was, that goal that he had was vintage, vintage Nangolan. Well, yeah, no, but um, he, he's looking really good. Uh, he, he's looking really, really good. It seems like he's got his... I think he needed that little kick in the butt to kind of wake up because he did not show any of this at Inter. Uh, he looked completely finished at Inter. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but he's, he looks like he's much more happier now. He's in, a, he's in an environment that he's happier in. He seems to be a little bit angry at getting treated that way at Inter, although it's his, he brought it on himself. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that's kind of given him, he's, he's focused more. Uh, so no, I, I, I think this is good because he has no future at Inter and I hope he succeeds at Cagliari because that way Inter can, can, can recoup a bit of money for him. But going back to Fiorentina, um, there's already talk of a certain Luciano 
picking over. <laughs> Nemo, I knew I'm, not, I'm not going to let this one slide. Come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's only fair that you prepare. I mean, you know, teething problems or not, I, I think every the, the setting is set for for a Christmas for, for the Christmas news to drop on Christmas Day. Everyone's running down the stairs, opening their packages, and and you <laughs> and Chloe runs down <laughs> and puts on her phone, and it says. Uh, comunicato oficial, as they say in Real Madrid. <laughs> Oficiales, Paletti signs from Fiorentina. Oh my God. And it's going to be one of those cheesy uh, announcement videos. He's going to be dressed in like an elf suit and <laughs> jumps out of a, jumps out of a, a nice wrap box. Purple, like a jack in the box. Surely they'll have to find a way to work his, his wine and his oh, yeah. vineyard collection oh, yeah. into that. Definitely. Yeah? We're going to need some wine. We're going to need some wine. <laughs> well, now, hold on, because Spalletti aside, we have seen Montella being linked with a potential getting the sack, with potentially getting the sack. So I think, and I, Chloe, maybe you disagree with this, but I think Fiorentina, the only thing they're missing is that continuity in their results. They have the play. Um it's just they have the style of play. They're just missing the results. And, and you have to wonder if Montella is indeed the right man for this. So let's just say whether it's Spalletti, I, I don't know, throw out another name. I don't think it matters. Um, the the issue I would have is we all know how Spalletti likes to play. We all know he plays the four two three one. He will live and die by it. It doesn't matter who is in the team. I don't think Fiorentina are set up to play like that the way he wants to play. I think they are. You think so? I think they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, uh, maybe they don't have a trequartista, if you want to say traditional, but they have Kevin Prince Boateng, who's a very, who's a trequartista whose characteristics remind me of Perotta when he was at Roma. He's not a playmaker, but he's a very mobile player and he runs a lot and l- likes to run. They have they have strikers to play the false nine. They have wingers. Um, they have a midfield that can definitely play a double double pivot. Um, uh, no, I, I, I think I think they can play that. I, I definitely think they can play that um, that role. But the question is, but, but above all, what the Spalletti, what he brings, and, and in all seriousness, seriousness now, he is a much better coach than Montella. Um, his results speak for themselves. He he manages to deliver what's required of him in difficult situations. Um, he is insane. He's he's bonkers. Yes, but he gets the job done. But I think with you know Fiorentina, you know he's from Florence and he, you know he or not from Florence. He's from Tuscany. He's got a restaurant there and he, he is he is positive. He, he he to me, his personality is is more akin to what the commisso. Well, Comiso wants Fiorentina to be, be entertaining and fun and happy. He 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 looks like a purple Teletubby, and and I think that, that, that <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he talks. That that is incredibly <laughs> vivid. No, but I've always thought of the Teletubbies every time I see Spalletti. So I, and now that he, you know Fiorentina are purple, so for me he is like the perfect purple Teletubby. I don't know the names of it. I don't have kids. You guys do, so you can maybe tell me if he's <laughs> Mr. Tinky Winky or whatever they're called. But I mean, I, but also he looks really good in those purple. Like can you just see Spalletti in a purple polo neck. Like he would look really good in just it. Stop. You're just enjoying this. <laughs> just stop. Enjoying this. Talk about two peas in a pod, though. I mean, Comiso Spalletti. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to Characters. talk about the the couple um, made yeah. for each other, oh my! They God. really are. They I mean, really are. And and the, and the football. Those two. Plays. I mean, they match each other perfectly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but okay. Okay. So 
Spalletti banter aside, Chloe, is there a name that you would like to see should Montella get the sack? Because in all seriousness, they should be playing well. I, I, I mean, yes, they started out the season with a very tough calendar. Nobody's going to deny that. But Nima, you you have contended this entire season. They should be challenging for a Champions League, maybe that fourth Champions League place. I, I agree with that. Um, so I, I think as of now, we could say that they've been underwhelming relative to what we think they can be. So do you think that, A, they should change a manager, and B, if you had your ideal candidate, who would it be? It's hard for me because I have the... I fully admit I have the rose-tinted spectacles from Montella's last three years. Um, and and I desperately want it to work because those three years were so much fun and I want it to be like that again. I, I'm increasingly thinking that can't happen. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There doesn't seem to be that many coaches available. There doesn't seem to be that many, many options. I mean, I have to say I, I wouldn't mind Gattuso. Um, you know, I mm. I wouldn't mind giving him a go. Um, but I I think um, you know, Fiorentina supporters in Florence would quite welcome Spalletti because he's Tuscan, and I think that matters a lot to them. Um, but you know, I don't think they'd be adverse to Gattuso either. Um, but the one thing I I do want to say is that whoever, whether it's Montella carrying on or a new coach, they need to drop Chiesa. They need to drop him. He needs a spell out of the team because, you know, I just think that he, he's just, I've, I've become tired of being frustrated by him um, over such a long period. He has flashes of brilliance, yes, but does the, the frustrating moments far outweigh the good ones. Do you think the, now we all know in the summer, he had agreed to personal terms with Juve. Do you think that has some sort of effect on his potential form or lack thereof this season? Possibly, but, um, you know, he has always displayed those characteristics, I have to say. I think maybe this year it is worse and maybe he's had his head turned. Uh, We all know, we all saw him stalking on the pictures, you know. It it was very obvious um, that he, you know, that he was disappointed not to make that move. Um, But... He's he's had those traits the whole way along. I mean, look at his goal scoring record. He's never he's never scored very many goals, and he's never really. He's still young, you know. I'm not I'm not trying to be harsh, but I feel like you know, as as a somebody who regularly watches Fiorentina, I've just I've had enough of him, you know, um, shooting when he should pass. Um, the wrong kind of cross, you know. He just can't get the basics right, and it. it it just annoys me. I think what, what what you're saying with Montella, Chloe, is is pretty much what I had with Mancini. Uh, I really liked Roberto Mancini as a coach and as a person, and I really I think he he's deserved a lot of respect for the first for his first stint at Inter. I think he did something fantastic. I think he he built he laid the groundwork for what Mourinho then perfected. Um, so I, I was the same, but I but I have to say that after Mancini the second time around, which I think he still did a great job. You know, these comebacks for managers that have already done well once, they they rarely end well. Uh, Lippi did not end well when he get, got, came back to Juve. Um, I, I think I really, they rarely, rarely end well. And the, these people have so much to lose. So I honestly think that Spalletti would, I mean, 
honestly now, I'm not having a, I'm not, no, no, no banter aside, I really think that he would be so good for Fiorentina on so many levels. I think he would, you know, you've got so many young players, Castrovilli, um, Chiesa still young, you've got experienced players. I mean, the mix is there and you've got a team of, you've got a team and a midfield that likes to play football. So I think the adaptation to his kind of football would not, I think he would hit the ground running, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I yeah, banter aside, I you know, I'm I'm open to giving it a go. Does it worry you though? I mean, he plays so dramatically different than Montella. Listen, whether it's a Montella problem or a player problem, I don't know. But I I feel like when they have their best eleven and they're playing in that three five two, I I think they're one of the best teams in it's the beautiful. entire league to watch. But the problem is, you, you you have performances like this at the weekend where they just they lose the plot completely. Yeah. Yeah, they crash. They crash, and and they come, there's, a, there's a collapse, and it doesn't. It's not a good look. Um, you know, it, it really isn't a good look. And uh, th- this is something that Spalletti's teams don't do. I mean, ex- except for what happened at Old Trafford one time with Roma, they've never. He's never really collapsed, has he? So his teams don't collapse, and 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 they are solid and defensively very sound. And and I think that with him, if he were to come in until the end of the season, then give him a mercato, I think he I think he could really stabilize Fiorentina as a team that consistently challenges for the fourth spot. I honestly do. Yeah, I agree. Before we get to Juve Milan, a quick word from our sponsor, my bookie. Hey, NBA, NFL, college basketball fans, are you tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. That's mybookie.ag and enter promo code LATEFEES. That's promo code L-A-T-E-F-E-E-S to get that 50% match bonus up to $1,000. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play you win, you get paid with my bookie. Moving on, we had Parma, they beat Roma. We had Lazio beat Lecce. A draw between Sampdoria and Atalanta. The other notable match of the weekend was Juve-Milan. And I have to admit, hand up, I thought this would be a, a routing of Milan on the part of Juve. I was surprised because, you know what, Milan looked very solid. And at the back, I thought they were fantastic. Well, they finally played. Yeah, but they finally played with a midfield trio that are suited to play together with Benacer, Krunic and Paqueta. It was, they were so balanced defensively, uh, the entire defense. Also, I mean, Conti to the right, moving into like a three-man defense when Teo, Teo Hernandez attacks. It, it looked it looked solid. It looked like the foundations were there. They just needed to gel a little bit. Um, and Mi- and Milan looked uh, looked looked you know they they looked good and they threatened Juve especially in the first half. Now, yeah, I thought Duarte too next to Roman Yard yeah, was a absolutely. very good partnership. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, and I think this is the partnership moving forward for Romagnoli. Uh, that because they look really sound together, they look they understand each other and they complement each other really well. Um, but then in the second half, you I mean who has in Europe 
has Douglas Costa and Paulo Dybala on the bench to throw on. I mean, it's just mental. And, and I don't know how many times I have watched that goal. That pa- short passing leading up to that goal is art. It's football art. It, it's, it, that's all it is. And then you have La, La Joya doing that. I mean, it's just wow. I, I don't know how many times I've watched it, and it, it gives me goosebumps every time. This is this is again another step in the right direction. This Sarri ball is starting to gel really well, and what you know, how dangerous are these guys going to be in after New Year? I, I'm really scared to think of it. Chloe, uh, everybody is making a big deal of Sarri <laughs> substituting Ronaldo. I, I mean, I think it. I think it's a nothing. I think I've seen a video on Twitter that Ronaldo asked to be subbed. It shows shows him making the gesture that he needs to come off. And I think that all, all that was of him going straight home and not staying till the end is is his own personal frustration at being injured because he's not often injured because he, he looks after himself so well. And I think I think that's all it was. I think it was sheer frustration. I think any, any reports of a, a rift with Sari are probably putting two and two together and making six, you know? Real quick, though, on the other side with Milan, Kessier finally dropped by Pioli. He was dreadful the last couple of matches, particularly against Roma. He was he was unwatchable. Um, I have no idea when, the, he was, when, when Milan faced Roma, what he was doing at the corner kick against Dzeko. Uh, completely lost him. I, surely you have to sell him now, right? I mean, he was brilliant when he first joined Milan. Now, Nima, you just mentioned... Pioli would be crazy to to even touch that midfield three. He would be insane. No, he he shouldn't, and he and I don't think he will. And also, I think Kessie needs some time away from the spotlight. He has been under. I mean, there's a lot of players that that you know some players take you know get hurt more in in chaotic times uh, at a cl- at a big club. And and Kessie's one of those. He's one of the victims of this mess at Inter, at Milan for, for the, uh, that's been going on for a long time. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been the same mess. I could I could easily have been talking about someone else. No, no, but seriously, I, I think um, Kessie, Kessie needs a little bit time away to kind of build his confidence again and understand what Pioli wants and find his... Because he looks like... I'm not... You know, you know what you get when you have Frank Kessie, but his confidence is shot. Is completely lost now. He he looks like a player that just is so confused and marred. I think a few weeks on the bench, a few weeks to just work with Pioli, work hard to build his self confidence again, and then slowly be integrated back into the team is is just what he needs. And while when Paqueta and Benacer and Krunic play as well as they did against the best central midfield or the best team in in, in all of Serie A, why why make a change? Um, same thing with the back back four. They looked amazing. The the attack looked really good as well with Piontek looking like the Piontek that Milan bought, um, and Suzo looking really good in that wing position. Um, Chalanoglu is, is is also you know you get what you, you know what you get when you have him. He's like an inverted winger. Um, maybe you know against lesser teams they can play with Rafael Leao. Uh, so uh, with Leao there, so no, I, I I think Milan are on the right track. Uh, they they just don't have a really nice, but you know they they, they don't have a nice schedule. But then again, they're they're gonna face uh, Napoli, who's in complete chaos and freefall. So yeah, so I, I wanted to bring that up. This seems to be another one where them and Roma really seem to be embroiled in these refereeing decisions going against them this season. It's 
pretty remarkable if you get the chance to break them down. But are are you where where are you with them now? Because are are you at all? Are you growing increasingly worried, or are you like me? I think this international break for them should do wonders. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think this international break will give everyone a little bit of time. Focus won't be on them. They'll they'll be able to regroup. And if there's anything Carlo Ancelotti is good at, it's to build a team. It's to build... Um, he spreads calm around him everywhere he, 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 he's been. And I think this will be, be a time for everyone to kind of... Um, regroup and and and, and get, find their footing again uh, so i i still think that napoli will finish third um so i i you know i i have all the faith in the world i mean they're just one big result away um from from being back again you know you know you know how it is in naples when, when things go well you know it's like rome is similar that way isn't it it's, it's these teams that when 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 things are going their way you know, it, it, the wind blows in their sails. They they just they overperform, and Napoli. And when things go bad, they underperform hugely. It's it's that these piazzas are like that. These they're special cities. They're special places. Um, and 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 then I think they just two weeks off is maybe exactly what they need. Yep, I completely agree. So as I mentioned, it is the international break, so we obviously won't be having a preview episode later this week. So we will be back next week to preview the latest round of fixtures once the international just before we go just before we go i just have to drool over dayan kulushevsky i'm sorry um i know you're not happy about this john but uh if you get a chance to he was best player on their on 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 parma at the weekend by the way yeah he was he's and he's and he's being i I say what you know watch he's been called up to the swedish senior squad so make sure to watch sweden play because sweden play a difficult game against romania so i think he'll he'll probably come on and 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 play a part in that just wanted to put that in there because i think kulusevsky is turning into a star of this league okay uh there is nima rubbing it in for me as we lose uh as as the roma <laughs> lose to parma two to zero um so that is where we will leave it before i allow him to get any more digs in so as always thank you so so much for listening and until next time everybody bye bye